We could look up at night and see things that look like a star, but they're moving slowly across the horizon. And those, Mark, are satellites. Wow. Satellites that we can see with the naked eye, okay? Wow. There's a NASA project called JSAT that is a public project to let public track where these satellites are. So if you wanted to find out, just like with your cell phone, you can ask Siri what planes are going overhead. Right. With NASA's JSAT project, you could go to the website and see what satellites are going overhead. And it works better at night when you, you, you can actually see. What is up, Action Taker? Welcome back to After Hours Entrepreneur, your guide to the first six-figure year of your business. I'm your host, Mark Savant, and today we're coming to you live from South Florida, the Levon Center at NSU Nova Southeastern University here in Davie, Southeast Florida. This recording took place during the Space Day event here, which is a merging of private and public all coming together to innovate around the science and business of space. And one of the things that I think is really important as entrepreneurs is that we're always looking to the skies, both figuratively and literally. Because innovation, my friends, is where all the gains are going to come from. So in this episode and this series of episodes, you're going to be hearing from students, entrepreneurs, business folks, people in government, and we're going to be sharing all the ways that you can leverage the industry of space to grow your business and grow your income. With all that said, let's get into this fresh episode here of the After Hours Entrepreneur, which is provided to you by podcast production agency, Mark Savant Media. You can go to www.marksavantmedia.com to launch your profitable podcast today. All right, let's get into the episode. Maurice, what's up? Hey, how are you doing, Mark? Maurice, I am awesome. It's space day down here at NSU in sunny South Florida. How are you doing? On the map. I'm feeling very much on the map. Love it. Love it. So, Maurice, let's get right into it. What excites you most about space and Space Day? The connection. We're, we're absolutely connected to everything that we can see above, below, as Dr. Hanbury said, even under the underwater. Everything that is, is also part of us. Mm, mm. So, there's so many exciting things happening here. You mentioned that you actually work here on campus at one of the libraries. That's right. The Martin and Gale Press Health Professions Division Library, we're turning students into medical professionals. Dig it. Now, you were ta- you're talking about medical, but just a moment ago, you're talking about video and VR. Where, does the, where do those merge together? Innovation and simulation. Apparently, this university, um, my relationship with the university started in February, but for a long time, this university has been known as a place for developing business people. And the healthcare companies that I've been involved with have hired a lot of graduates. And people who have worked in the healthcare professions divisions have returned to NSU to get continuing education, advanced degrees, whether they be undergraduates um, going professional or professionals in other countries who are coming here to get certification and licensure in the United States. So I've always been familiar with this, this university. But when I decided I wanted to put some advanced degrees behind my name, this was a place to open up amazing opportunities. Love it. Love it. And, and still here helping the next generation succeed. Where, where do you think space plays into this, right? You know, because when I think about the entrepreneur, entrepreneurship in space merging together, like what do you think, what do you think the next opportunity is for business in space? That is such a great question. 
And I, I, think it, I think my answer is going to be around inspiration. Inspiration and the creative, the, the creative processes that come out of that. Now, I came to you to record a podcast because I want to talk about what motivated me, inspired me to come here and be a part of Space Day. And that goes back to inspiration. When I first heard on a, a national podcast um, of an author, astronaut, um, Navy officer, Gary Leninger, um, they were talking about his book, Off the Planet, where he chronicled what it was like to be the first human who spent five months or more in space, not on a short 10-day um, mission, but month after month, summer, winter, spring, in uh, um, the International Space Station going around the Earth. And um, when I heard about that um, many, many years ago for the first time, it blew me away. Hearing how fire burns differently in space, hearing his um, very touching um, recollection of what it was like to see the Earth horizon instead of looking at the moon coming up or the sun coming up to see the actual Earth coming up every day. Th that type of stuff inspired me. And it, it inspired me to learn how he did it, how he survived the Navy and all the rigorous training to be a SEAL, how he um, leveraged his medical background and in, in the sciences to be able to do biological and chemical experiments in space and why the government would put so much um, resources into training and developing a person um, to send them to do these types of things. That was all very, very neat to me. And I heard that story as a student, and it helped me um, to want to be a, a lifelong learner mm. and uh, knowing that we could go anywhere with this. So it starts with inspiration. And you asked a question about, well, what, what's the business and what's the innovative um, connection there? Everyone knows that so many things come out of the space program from the things we use like Velcro every day that was originally um, designed as a way to, to um, keep things... Uh, I don't know the word, Mark, so maybe the post-production team can, can help me fill in. And, and, but, uh, spoiler alert. We used Velcro today to set up this whole podcast rig, so thank right, you, Space. Right, that, right. That, that's a callback to, to Space and Space Initiative. That's far out. I never thought about that before, though, but the astronauts, NASA, Space brought Velcro to Earth. What's next, right? That's right. That's right. Um, I was looking at someone outside who uh, is growing basil, and I was thinking, oh, that's neat, um, the way that they're using lighting to make sure that they're um, continuously creating an environment for that to grow. Who knows when things like that, um, food production, are going to be um, something that we really want to look at alternative ways of doing here on Earth. Sure, sure. Like the sky's the limit. And, you know, obviously astronaut ice cream. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, NASA. I never tasted it. No? Oh, it's like, so good. Does it's it so not melt? No, it doesn't. Well, it, it kind of like melts in your mouth. It's, it's hard. It's, it's, like, it's like a cookie. But it's ice cream at the same time. Did Tang come out of the space program? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm here for it. I'm excited. Let me, let me uh, tell me, Maurice, if you had the chance to go to Mars, would you go? I'd probably give my spot to someone else. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably. I mean, there's, there's so much that we have to do here on Earth. That, that, you know, the, the mission to, to actually colonize the next place. There's so many people I would miss, you know. I think I'd give that opportunity to someone else. Um, but I'm, I'm here for it. That's that, you know, <laughs> to borrow a phrase from you, I support those who, who have that creative dream, you know, that 
who knows what's going to come out of that energy. Just because I can't see it or predict it, we're already living in a world where we're benefiting from things that manifest because other people have the, the, the vision and foresight and sure. courage to go and take on these challenges. Sure. One of which, one of the most exciting technologies for me is Starlink. And like the opportunities that Starlink is bringing up, giving people access to the internet anywhere at the world, anytime. That's right. That's right. That's a game changer. Uh, we're not limited by our proximity to towers anymore. Right. You know, we're, we're limited by our ability to breathe on Earth. Right. <laughs> and electricity, which we're solving for through, through space applications and harnessing solar, right? Sure. Sure. The other, you know, the other, I think, cool technology that's come out is the iPhone's ability to, the new iPhone has this feature where it can locate you in, in the case of an emergency situation, regardless of your proximity to that tower. Mm -hmm. I think Elon Musk mentioned that one of the features of Starlink is that no matter what, you can have that last, that last location sent out right. so that people can come and get you. It used to be that if you wanted to take on Mount Everest or, or the Himalayas, you were pretty much on your own after 10,000 feet. <laughs> as a kid, I thought, wow, couldn't they just fly a helicopter and pick you up? And as I got older, I understood things like wind and um, canyons, different things that make it impossible to safely take an, an, an air rescue mission up. So I, I started to understand, oh, so you truly are, if you want to be a mountain climber, an adventurer on your own, um, people that go um, to certain, certain um, distances out into the ocean. Well, now we're not so limited by satellite phones that, that have to, I think I learned about and I don't want to. I don't want to throw out crazy buzzwords, but heliosynchronous and geosynchronous satellites. And uh, have you ever looked up at space and you're looking for a shooting star, Mark? Oh, sure. Now, have you ever looked up into space and looked for a satellite with a naked eye? No. I was I was hiking in West Virginia, going from West Virginia um, back to Virginia, and um, this is back when you could hitchhike. To tell a little bit about my age. Um, someone that was on their way to Intelsat, um, uh, like a, a satellite company in Washington, D.C., picked me up and gave me a lift. And so over about two hours, we were talking about what we do for a living, okay? And he was telling me about being at Intelsat and launching satellites that would be used for communications. And this was in 1994 when I was a student, okay? I learned about heliosynchronous and geosynchronous satellites. And I learned then in that hitchhiking car ride from West Virginia to Virginia that we could look up at night and see things that look like a star, but they're moving slowly across the horizon. And those, Mark, are satellites. Wow. Satellites that we can see with the naked eye, okay? Wow. And if you don't believe me, there's a NASA project called JSAT that is a public project to let humans, uh, humans, to let uh, the public, I'm not from space. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from space, that is. But let the public track where these satellites are. So if you wanted to find out, just like with your cell phone, you can ask Siri what planes are going overhead. Right. With NASA's JSAT project, you could go to the website and see what satellites are going overhead. And it works better at night when you, you, you can actually see. And you can see 
satellites moving so slowly across the sky. And these are used for anything from taking pictures to delivering cell phone signals to delivering internet. And it used to be that your signal would come and go, you know, based on weather, based on the position of the satellite, based on your own equipment. But what, Musk, what I think Musk was trying to tell us is that with Starlink, they're taking that to the complete next level mm. by putting fixed things around that can give us continuous access to this kind of data. Super cool, super cool. My daughter's going to love this JSAP project. I'm going to have to check that out with her. J-S-A-T. J-S-A-T. Yes. You know, what, what I think is really so cool about all this technology is the new opportunities that it's going to present. Right, We're just living through this super exciting time in history where we've got the VR, we've got virtual podcasting, I can reach people all over the world, you've got satellites with internet, it's just the opportunity is there, and I think that's what makes it such a ripe environment for entrepreneurship. On that note, I, I do some research and some business in, in Africa, and I'll be going to Kenya on my way to Qatar for the World Cup in about 30, 33 days, okay? And I mentioned Kenya because in Africa, access to broadband that we take for granted at NSU and in the United States is not something that they can take for granted. Yeah. And the ability to do research projects, the ability to go into villages and research things like nutrition um, are limited by how you can get data in and out. What means you have to research in the databases at NSU, as um, President Hanbury is mentioning, this is one of the this is the only university in Florida where you have that public private partnership, and anyone from the public can come into the university and check out resources and use databases that doctoral students are using. And he mentioned that there are only a few like this in the United States. Well, imagine a place like Nairobi, where you're trying to do a research project on things that can impact the way um, society is moving towards um, sustainability or, or business development, unemployment, um, combating unemployment, and you don't have access to all the knowledge that people in the information age are taking right. in every day. Right. Our access is everything. Our innovation is everything. It's the difference between being able to take care of your family. It's the difference between uh, being able to go to, to the World Cup with discretionary income, right? So when you give that access to everyone, you start to see amazing things happening, not just in our country, but developing nations. It's an yeah. incubator for development. Yeah. Why is that important? Well, because you never know who, who's going to solve the next massive problem. And, I mean, that's what I think is important about the internet, um, the democratization of information, um, because humans are just amazing creatures. We're, we're so innovative. We can solve so many problems. And you never know who the next genius is going to be. So by giving people, you know, I'm totally averse to limiting mindsets and, you know, the, the belief that if you succeed, it's because you're taking my success from me. I think that you know, the rising tide raises all the boats, right? So giving more access, giving more opportunity. I mean, that's how, that's how we just elevate ourselves as humans. And, uh, so you know. going to space is going to improve life on Earth. For sure, 100%. For sure. You, you will ever um, check out Star Trek or Star Wars? Oh, of course. The Next Generation, Patrick Picard. They start uh, talking about live speed and warp drives. Right. And doing things together, right? So, we had, we had a pandemic recently, 
And what did what did the president at that time call the initiative to develop vaccines, vaccines. quickly? Yeah, Operation, Operation Lightspeed. Light right. And he, he removed barriers to let people quickly collaborate, innovate and create things that changed our lives, gave us gave us a fighting chance against an unknown threat. Yeah. The vaccine. Right. Well, guess what? For for human beings, for civilization here on Earth to reach those next levels of innovation like warp cores or or figuring out how to go at the speed of light. You mentioned you never know where the next idea is going to come. Right. I believe it's going to take everyone on Earth to contribute. We're going to have to get ideas from Russia, from China, from Libya, from Kenya. We're going to have to get ideas from Somalia. Everyone contributing. Um, the mayor of Broward County, he mentioned, did we know that when they launch um, SpaceX in Cape Canaveral, they're taking um, seatbelts that are manufactured here in Broward? <laughs> Everyone can contribute a piece to get us all to that next level. 100%. And space is opening doors to do that. 100%. Dig do you it. feel that? Do you feel Oh, that? I feel it, baby. Are we talking crap or are we talking I'm facts? I'm here for it. No, these are facts right now. These are facts, right? And uh, yeah, so Maurice, before we get into the rapid fire here, tell us where can we get more Maurice in our life? Where can we find you? I would love to give a plug for the Martin and Gale Press Health Professions Division Library right here, the HPD Library at NSU. Look it up online. Um, I'm always there. I'm running a studio there, VR lab there, uh, 3D printing over there, and I love to, to help um, faculty, staff, students, and the public can find me over here at the Alvin Sherman Library with our public partner, pr- public-private partnership offering those same resources. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. So, Maurice, rapid fire, you ready? Ready to go. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Anaconda, that can happen. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Jennifer Lopez, great, great. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Wow. Maybe an ant. An ant? Okay. I, I hear a lot of answers. Ant is a new one. Why ant? Why does an ant try to chop down a rubber tree plant? Everybody knows that an ant can't chop down a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Hey, sh- there's a microphone in front of me. What are you going to do? Hey, I'm not going to hate. Uh, I will say that ants uh, are remarkable. One of the only animals that actually plan for the future, right? They, they store up food for the winter. Uh, they work together to build bridges. Right. You know, they're, they're re- they are a remarkable animal. And they lift, what, 50 times their weight? Right. Very strong. So, yeah, I could actually get behind an ant. That's, that's good. Uh, uh, Maurice, if you could sit next to anyone on an airplane, who would you sit next to? Anyone? Jesus Christ. I would love to hear what he had to talk about on an airplane. That's a good answer. There's some wise words there. And uh, final question for you. If you had 10 seconds with yourself 10 years ago, what would you say? Don't believe the hype. Push through any barriers. Find ways around any obstacles. We're doing it now. We could have done it then. Mm. Good stuff. Maurice, thank you, brother. Thank you so much, Mark. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're part of this community, and we hope to see you over at the NSU Library. You know you will. Boom. I hope you enjoyed this episode of After Hours Entrepreneur. Thank you for subscribing, and we will catch you here next time on the show. Listen, we've given you the tools. Now it's your turn. Go take the action. See you soon. Peace.